feel like I'm gonna do a song. You're locked Hello. in with Atlanta's hottest hip hop station. The hype 87.3. That's right, it's your girl Tampa Mystic, and we are live right here on the Hype 87.3. Listen, we have a special guest checking in today. You said you came all the way out here from the NY. Yes, sir. What's going on? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Hey, I, for I'm me. doing good. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you for checking in with us today. Um, Joe Blanco. Am I J-O. saying J? What is it? J O Blanco. J O Blanco. See? Uh-huh. Okay. I it's knew the dot. Everybody forgets the dot. <laughs> J O Blanco. My apologies. How you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. It's a pleasure to meet you. You too. Thank I've been you. waiting. Thank you for being here. <laughs> um, it, this is, um, I, let me see. I think I've been following you for a while. Yeah. Right? Yes. I think you know V Honey, right? Yes, I do. Yeah, so I do a lot of stuff with V Honey. She's dope. Yeah, she told me to check in with you. Absolutely. And finally when we got to it, I was like, I gotta drive out there. <laughs> Absolutely. I had met her um a while back at a music conference out here. Yeah. And um she's definitely on her grind. She's working. So that's you know, you're connected with the right people. I'm actually doing a show with her at SOBs. December oh, okay. 3rd. Oh, yeah. You out here working. You grinding. I'm working. I just, <laughs> I just performed out in Massachusetts, I think, two weeks ago. Amazing. Well, give us that official introduction. Oh, this is J.O. Blanco from Brooklyn, New York. I'm touching, touching down in Atlanta. And, um, oh, man, we're here. I know that's right. We're here. Shout out to Brooklyn, man. My business partner's from Brooklyn. Shout out to Shaw Cypher. You know, he from out there. Cypher, what up, bro? Definitely. Um, you know, and it's a lot of people don't even know this. I got my radio career started um, over 12 years ago out of New York. Shout out DJ Clue, man. Like, oh, damn. That's who gave me my first shot. I was with Desert Storm Radio for three years. Oh. Yeah, so that's where I got my, you know, notoriety in the radio world and built my name up as you know, being able to I work with us. a little those. connected now. Yeah, we, we connected. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Boom. Big facts. Um, but that's amazing, though. You grew up in New York? Yeah, born and raised. Brooklyn, born and New raised. York. Take yeah. us back. What was it like, you know, growing up? out there oh i had well so my upbringing i was always the type where my my mother always brought me gave me the best she could but i always dibble dabbled on the wrong side of the street yeah kind of doing that um let me see damn i had a like i'll give you an example so like my first childhood memory boom it's probably probably my uh i was in a bad car accident when i was a child and my stepbrother passed Beside me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's my first childhood memory in Brooklyn. <laughs> that's tragic. How old were you? I think I think I was four. So that's one of those things, because oftentimes we don't remember stuff from three and four. It's but there. When it's something tragic, yeah. it's going to be with you forever. So I tell people all the time, like, I don't remember if I remember the accident per se. It was on the news and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I do remember the wake, like, vividly. Yeah. Like, vividly, step by step and everything. I remember oh. the wake. Gosh, I'm sorry you had to endure that and experience that at such a young age. That's okay. traumatic. I feel like all this stuff just molds you. Into, it does. You know? Absolutely. God makes no mistakes. Mm-mm, not with me. No. We <laughs> we have to take everything that happens to us in life. It's it's already written. I I don't know. I feel like I whenever I hear that, I get scared because I'm like, I shouldn't have to try so hard then. I'm going to. You know what I mean? And you I sh- see your face. <laughs> and you shouldn't. I I tell people, I'm, I'm about to get off topic for just a second, because I tell people, you have to take the pressure off yourself. Yeah. It takes the fun out of it. It takes the joy out of it. It takes the pleasure out of it. When you are, when you're hard on yourself, whether it be in life or business, yeah. it takes the pleasure out of it. You have to fall in love with the journey. I get it. I'm like, and I'm my biggest critic. But yeah. I feel like I... Um, so I can go a little off subject. Um, 
So before music came along. Yeah. Music was always my, my thing since I was young. Yeah. Um, but then I dibble dabbled in the boxing world. Oh, dope. Yeah. Okay. Got you, them hands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually ranked number three in the United States. Wow. In what class? Uh, 114 and 123. Wow. That is amazing. Congratulations. Yeah. That's thank big. You, thank you. So I, I, my life was headed down there. I was, uh, I, I was, I am the first, uh, amateur fighter to headline the Barclays Center. Yeah. Wow. Ever. Yeah. Sheesh. That is amazing. <laughs> Congratulations on that. Well, then. Uh, as life goes, it I have a an abnormality with my heart. Okay. Oh, okay. And that, boom, shut that, that down. Absolutely. Yeah. So, about what age did you find out that you had this heart condition? Oh my gosh, maybe twenty one. Wow. Yeah, this is this is pretty recent. How? What did you, was there signs, symptoms? How did you find out? Or um, just a, uh, a I was actually in a training camp. Uh, she was with me. Yeah. I was actually in training camp. I uh, was laying on the couch, and I can't remember exactly. I think. My arm felt a little funny. Oh, like kind of numb or heavy or something? It, I felt like a tingle. Yeah. But it was nothing like major. And I have asthma, but my asthma never acted up during boxing ever. Right, right. So I thought it was really weird. Yeah. I started feeling a little like uh, heavy in my chest. Yeah. She was like, we got to go to the hospital. Absolutely. I was like, you got to have a good woman by your side because she going to keep you in check. Okay. <laughs> I was one of the, like, I think it's asthma. I, as, asthma, I'll be fine. <laughs> That's what all the guys say. Oh, it's just it'll pass. <laughs> we get to the hospital, get to triage, and I think maybe within like twenty seconds of the semi, they call me in. They started strapping me up. They were like, "You're having a heart attack." No. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Yeah. At twenty. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Yeah. Wow. Listen, that right there is a testament that we have to listen to our body. Was it twenty-one? I could be. I'm a little off, right? I'm. I'm. I'm a lot off. Maybe it was later than that. Okay, oh, twenty seven. But but either Sorry. either way, that's still very young. It you is. Know? So it runs in my family. So my wow. cousin was a high level athlete too, wrestling wise, mm. and he passed in his sleep at twenty five. Oh my gosh! Heart attack. So again, that's a testament to not only listen to our body, mm-hmm. but to stay on top of getting our checkups and getting our physicals. That yeah. is so important because if you catch something in time, it could save your life. Like oh, yeah. it did with you, you know, yeah. thank God that you had her say, you know, baby, we're going to the hospital. <laughs> this ain't going to pass. You know, it, it just happened again the beginning of this year. Wow. So is there anything that you can do to prevent it? Well, now, no. no. So now I guess with technology is a little better. So for the first two years, they told me I had to stop like working out and stuff. Oh, my gosh. To keep your heart rate from going up and stuff. They didn't know what was wrong. At all. So I think I went through like six different cardiologists, different different hospitals. Nobody can put their finger on it. That they is like, insane. Yeah. So, and that kind of threw me off too because through boxing, I guess I always had like underlining injuries. Yeah. And once I stopped, everything came up. So I got tendonitis in my elbow, arthritis in my knee. Oh, Lord. Welcome so, to my world. Yeah. Everything I gotta, started everything coming hurts. out. <laughs> yeah. So I started waking up like I can't move my arm. Yeah. So um, the beginning of this year, well, I'll go back to last year. Yeah. Last year, I music really like took off. Yeah, I got reposted by like Summer Walker, and then everybody like kicked off. Things. Wow! Yeah, so then oh. I met Jada. Um, Jada would actually hit me up here and there. It's amazing. Everything was going real good, and then the heart thing happened again. Oh my god! Boom! Ended up in the hospital, but this time they found out what the abnormality actually is. Okay. You want me to explain it? Yes, please. <laughs> I, I'm I'm interested in knowing. So my right coronary artery isn't. Where it's supposed to be. 
at all. It's misplaced. Yeah. Per se. So the way it is, it's in between the aorta and the left ventricle. So mm. when it's pumping, it's choking my right coronary artery. Oh, so the blood flow is not getting through there the way it should be. Yeah. So now I have to have an EKG with me all the time. So God forbid I pass out. I have it. Because yeah. it look, I could have an EKG done right now and it'll look like I'm having a heart attack. That's my normal. Can you get any type of like stint or anything put in to help? So here's the odd thing. So theoretically, it looks really bad. But when they put me through tests, my heart performs at an above an athlete, athlete level. Wow. So it like baffles them. It's probably a good thing that you were very athletic. Yes. Not that you're old now, but in your younger no. years, mm-hmm. because that probably strengthened your heart. Exactly. If exactly. you would have been one of them fat kids laying around not doing I nothing, been gone you would have been gone. Yeah, you would have checked that on us a long uh-huh. time ago, <laughs> long you time know. Ago. Wow. Yeah. That is that is insane. So there's not uh, any type of medical procedure they can do, to, like even though... Open heart surgery, but they don't want to... It's, it, until it's like life-threatening, they don't want to touch that. I mean, it sounds like it could be life-threatening, though. But the heart is weird because, I mean, it, they told me you can't predict the heart. Yeah. It's it's insane. Um, just quick sidebar. My dad went through a, a quadruple bypass in 2021. Um, yeah. He's in his 70s. And um, at first they thought they were just going to have to put a stint in his heart because he, they thought he had a small blockage. Yeah. But when they got in there to actually perform the procedure... That same day, they said, oh, no, it's much more massive than we thought. The very next day, he was for quadruple bypass. It's insane. Like, it was totally unexpected. And it took him 49 days of rehab to gain his strength back. Oh, God bless him. It's 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 tough, you know. Especially at that age, because it's harder to bounce back. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. My God. Well, you know what, though? Um, I'm so glad that you're not allowing that to. No. Stand in your way. You're still out here getting to it. You're doing your thing as you should because you got to stay I've active. Been, yeah, I've been very like throughout my whole life. I love the I, I get I get a real high off of proving people wrong. I know that's right. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> a friend of mine was like, w- what happens when you have nobody else to like, I was like, there's always somebody. No, facts. That's absolutely always. right. Yeah. So now my medical is my, uh, you know, I yeah. can't do this. I mean, when I was because of the backtracking yeah because of the the accent i was in when i was young yeah so my whole face is pretty much fake my chin is plastic really yeah i have brackets here there i would have never known no but you look I, amazing. I know when it rains and it's cold i feel it you feel it that's uh-huh. very real absolutely yeah. um so you said you've got like you know arthritis and and you probably have some uh. inflammation going on in your body oh, yeah. and um are you in pain every day um, I would say no, not well. I wake up in pain every day. Yeah, that's like so legit. you get moving. Yeah, like it's to the point where I gotta like rock myself out of bed, like wow. legit. Yeah, I get uh my shoulder freezes up on me where I have to push it down in the morning. Oh my gosh, just move. Well, it's we push it down. Crazy what our bodies endure and go through. Oh yeah, you know like well, point being was that they told me I could never do any type of um contact sports, and then proved them wrong. Oh, big time. And like can, you said, they you can wanna, Google it too. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You're a walking testimony. Oh yeah. Big time. I think so. I, I really think that, um, not to say that we don't want to take heed to what our doctors say, but you, you want to keep that mindful, yeah. but at the same time you want to still pursue it. You want to have an active lifestyle. I, I think we should all trust. You got to trust in yourself first. Yeah. I mean, nobody knows you more than you do. Yeah. You know, I mean, medical advice, is medical advice. I agree. But you know, they can put you in. No, you're right, because you know what? Everybody 
person's body uh-huh. is different. What may work for you may exactly. may totally check me out. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like yeah. everybody's different. So yeah. we, it's almost like trial and error. We have to find what works for us. Yes, exactly. What exactly. works for us, you know, like I, I have uh, autoimmune disorder that I've been dealing with for over 20 years that causes me a lot of pain, inflammation, pain. I have fibromyalgia yeah. and I've got three bulging discs in my neck that I get tingling and numbness Sound in my, like my arm. Mom. <laughs> yeah, because that's that's I'm in my 40s now. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, and as we get older, our bodies start getting wear and tear and stuff happens. But guess what? Like, I'm like you. If I just sit around all day, my body hurts. Oh, it's going to get worse. Yeah, it gets worse. That's yeah. why I stay as active as mm-hmm. possible, because not only mentally am I not thinking about it, but physically, you know, you're kind of yeah. loosening the body up a little bit. Um, so when did music become a passion for you? Oh, always. Music been a part of my life forever. Since forever, forever yeah. yeah. Boxing has messed up my memory, as you can see. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I grew up on a lot of freestyle. Yeah. So I can listen. I can, I'm one of those artists that I can listen to anything. I can write to yeah. anything. So, like, I don't listen to rap music all the time. I can't. I feel like. I need to filter that shit out. <laughs> we should absolutely have a, a full, well-rounded catalog yeah. of what we listen to. Yeah, definitely. Like, when I'm driving, I, I'm not going to lie, I listen to Deep House. Okay, that is dope. Like, so, it just soothes me. I was just going to ask you, what does listening to that style of music do for you driving so it's, it soothes oh, you? Oh, it just so, soothes me, yeah. So you're not out there driving like a maniac? <laughs> <laughs> no. You, you, ah, she said, well, I beg to differ. <laughs> you're from New York. Yeah. <laughs> I got down here in good time. You know? I was like, I got to get back to New she York. She wore her seatbelt the whole way. The whole way. The whole way. <laughs> no, but so when... um. So let's see. So the way I started off, I I didn't do the typical like you know writing poems and stuff. That I used to write short stories, like oh, horror stories. Dope. Yeah, okay. like I'm a writer, writer. Yeah. Um. Even in uh, before I hit high school, I had a a senior, um, a twelfth grade uh, reading level yeah. as a seventh grader. So oh. my vocabulary has always been, yeah, like top notch. Top notch. Yeah. Which so, makes you a better writer. Yes. Yes. So, um, let me see. Yeah, from so music's always been there. I guess when I hit maybe like eighth grade into high school, yeah, I started like dibble dabbling like writing music. Okay, right, but nothing crazy. Yeah. I didn't know how the formats went. I was just writing to write. Yeah, um, and then there was people always in uh, these kids always in the cafeterias battling each other, and I picked that up. And then <laughs> yeah, then I start. I actually started off battle rapping. Okay, and I was like. Eating everybody up from all schools I went to. You was hurting her feelings, oh, wasn't it? Oh, was bad. <laughs> it was real bad. But that, so this is like my testimony to like boxing messed up my like mentally because I can't freestyle anymore. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, there is a difference there. So really, kind of like maybe the thinking process has slowed down a little bit. So like writing wise, I can write forever. Yeah, like I can I can actually do like two different songs. Like I I write for artists. Yeah. Um. So I can write for their stuff. Stop. Go start writing mine. And that doesn't stop. But to put a beat on and then my brain, like it'll, I can get it, but it won't come out at the same. Understood. Yeah. So That's I'm like, me. I was like, damn, this And I changed. don't have an injury. <laughs> <laughs> Slow as shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, okay, I see the difference now. Yeah. You know, but as long as, you know. I mean, well, it's not writing anymore, but, you know, as long as I can type, I'm good. But you know what, though? To keep it all the way, G, though, like with the society and the way the world is, yeah. writing is a good mental therapy outlet anyway. Oh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I, music, period, is like uh, an outlet. Because yeah. I, I think because I started, I guess, late yeah. music-wise, I have so much life 
to talk about. Absolutely. Yes. Way before. So like my content level was like, I don't run out of content. Through like, the roof. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then people be like, oh, where'd you get this? I was like, that really happened when I was in Utah. And this wow. happened when I was in, we used to travel. Yeah. I was on the national team. So I got to live. Like, I've lived, like, two different lives before this point. Period. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Being that you did travel around, mm-hmm. you've seen different cultures, different ways of life. How yeah. did that, in particular, help you with your music? Uh, with music-wise? Um, oh, my God. I think, I think uh, yeah, that's a good question. I think musically, it, it, it really helps where I can reach different people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, I'm not just stationary or stagnant in one exactly. lane. Absolutely. You know? um, and I, I saw that myself when I got asked to to write for singers. And I'm like, oh, now I have to I have to do reference tracks. And I got to, sure. like, vocalize in there. You know what I mean? And yes. put myself in their shoes and stuff. I was like, oh, this is, I can do this. Yes. And I didn't learn that not everybody can do that till later. You're at, they cannot. Yeah. Some people never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, one thing I would love to do is go get some, like, vocal coaching. Yeah, I would should. love that. Because yeah. I can definitely harmonize, yeah. but I don't know the where my pitch stops and where, Understood. you know. Because I'm with a couple of engineers, and they, they, three of them have said it, like, yo, you've got something with your voice there. Like, if you can learn to handle that, it would be a little... Something. So why don't you go for it? I am, but now I got, I, oh my gosh, the time-wise, I got to like fit things in. Work-life balance. Yes. It's tough. I bless you because what you do is crazy. <laughs> Yo, like I sometimes don't know coming if I'm going, coming right? or going. Uh-huh. Exactly. I'm just like, but again, I think it comes from what we just talked about. I really mentally and physically try to keep myself active yeah. because mental health is real and mm-hmm. physical health is real. Yeah, you know, definitely. It's important. Um, And I'm not a homebody. I can't stand being home. I like being home, but. When even when I'm home, I got to stay active. Like I turn one of my bedrooms into a whole podcast studio. So I do my virtual stuff from there. Like I'm always active. Yeah. Um, Growing up in New York, who were a couple of your musical, not even necessarily influence as far as sound, but maybe their hustle. Who was that for you? Oh, not everybody's going to hate me for this, but not even New York. Like for me, like the GOAT greatest all time is Eminem. Like legit. Uh, I agree. Legit. I'll yeah. get shit for it, but it is what it is. I mean. New York wise is fab. Okay. Most definitely. Shout out to fab. Oh my God. Fab. <laughs> yeah. And both of those guys are like uh, legendary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then right, look, look at what fab has done. Like low key. He's never like missed a beat yeah. to every generation. Absolutely. I think it's probably his kids too that keep him like. Right. You know, people that- don't know how much that's a, that's a blessing. Absolutely. My son just put me on to Bops. I had no idea what Bops was. He was like, Dad, those Bops are hoes. <laughs> I was like, oh, thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> He's actually a senior. I'm going to show my age. That is so- <laughs> <laughs> Really? You have a senior? Yeah, senior w- high school. I would have never have thunk it. No, I would have no. never thunk it, y'all. Like, wow. People think I just have this grown man on my <laughs> phone. Like, oh, I just what you into. <laughs> that is funny. I know. Yeah. Like, I had my son at 19 years old. I was I was literally fresh out same of high thing. school. Yeah. And I was 18, turning 19. Same, same. So it's like. We're in the same boat. We, we were paddling together. A hundred percent. You know, it was, it was tough, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't have it any other way. Oh, me either. Me I was either. glad that I was young and, and vibrant and full of life enough to be able to be a heavy part. And I'm sure you do yes. as well. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, he, I, I think, and he, he changed things for me because I had to grow up. Yeah. I, I had to grow up. That was going to be my next question. How did fatherhood change your life? Oh, it did, well, dramatically. I was in, uh, 
I had a big hand problem. I was very, I think it was the whole Napoleon complex too. You know, yeah. I'm only 5'4", so everything I'm like, oh, who is He's 6'4", y'all. Don't let him fool you. <laughs> My son's up there. He almost six foot. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's big. Okay. People, he's trying to sun me in the morning, you know, <laughs> hand over the shoulder. <laughs> no, he didn't. That's it's hilarious, tough. though. It's tough. I, I wanted to bring him down here, but he's going to a couple of colleges, open colleges for the weekend. So. Yeah, otherwise, he would, I'd bring him everywhere. Wow, congratulations on that. He's out here doing his thing. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. So fatherhood probably uh, taught you to be more proactive rather than reactive in life. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then I I didn't grow up. I didn't know my father, you know. So number one, it was like just being there. I was like, oh, I'm going to step ahead. Yes. You know? A hundred percent. Because unless you live that, I mean, a lot of people growing up in, you know, um, poverty standpoints or, or, or the hood or whatever, that's you feel like this that's the base. Yeah. You know, somebody's li- missing from life. And it's so sad because when you don't have that father, you don't know what's actually missing. Yes. That little guidance goes so, so far along. Yes. So I just wanted to be there for him. And then, you know, everything I couldn't have or I wanted to do. Yeah. Oh, this is, you got this, you got this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, was you, is your, you and your mom still really close? Oh, my mom? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's mom, in New York? Yeah, she's in New York. She's in New York. She yeah. like your music? I don't think she listens like that. <laughs> she actually used to, because I used to like battle rap to the point where I was battle rapping people on the block. Oh. So she was outside one time seeing it and everything like that. That yeah. is dope, though. Yeah. That's dope. Are you a mama's boy? I, no, I wouldn't say mama's boy. <laughs> but you're close <laughs> but with her. her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. If she needs me, I'm there. That's dope. That is yeah. amazing. Um, what is the music scene like? You know, obviously New York has played a very pivotal part on hip hop, yeah. you know, as a whole. What is it like right now, you know, in your, are you still in Brooklyn? Uh, I'm in Staten Island now. Okay, so you're still I in the area. I in Staten Island, but yeah, yeah I'm in Staten Island. What is <laughs> 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 he said, I'm going to claim it, but not claim it. <laughs> um, what's the music scene like out there for independent artists? Uh, honestly, I'm really like, oh, it sucks. Yeah. I think because everybody's so um, quick with the whole viral and I I just want to be heard. I want to be heard. Yeah. That it, it takes away from you what you put into the music. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean you could probably hear it too. You can hear when something was just half-assed. I Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, they try to rush the process. Oh, yeah. Like, even the the song that I sent you, it hasn't been released, and I just wanted to just throw it out there. This stuff still hasn't been done with this song. Yeah. But I just wanted to feel. Yeah, I that's what to, you have to you know do. I mean? Yeah. Fill it out there and, you know, get a few people to chime in to see, you know, yeah, if, they're, exactly. if they're vibing with it or whatever. Before you make a, a full investment with that particular record, see if the people are vibing with it. Yeah, and people don't, I don't, people don't get that. I feel like they try to go from... A to Z without every other letter. Yeah, you can't skip any steps. No, you But can't. it's allowed now. That's the problem. Let me ask you this then. Since we're on that subject, um, we just, 2023, we just celebrated 50 years of hip-hop, right? Yep. So it's still fairly young in oh, comparison yeah. to some other genres. Yeah. However, congratulations to hip-hop for being around yeah. for 50 years. Happy birthday, hip-hop. Happy birthday. However, this year... Rap music also took a 40% decline, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it's because of the low vibrational music? Um, perhaps, like you said, too many people in charge are letting things slide that they shouldn't. And it's, it's ear fatigue, too. There's too there's too much. Now you have an ocean of who. It's so accessible. I yeah. can be on my phone and I could just release something. Anybody can do it. Yes. I remember I talked to, um, was it Jada who told me? And was like, if this if you came out in the 90s, bro, we wouldn't be having this conversation Absolutely. if you get it on. Absolutely. Like, you'd be on. 
but now you have to cut through the bullshit basically. Yeah. And I feel like that's what sucks because if something sounds catchy and it's really like, bleh, that's who I like. I'm like, that's my competition. Yeah. So absolutely. And back then, pre social media, pre the digital platforms, you, you have ha- to see artists, though, too. I think that plays a, a different role, too. I think we see we get to see people so much. No, exactly. You don't have that. Oh, my God, they're here. That that wow factor. Yeah, it's gone. And back then they actually had to have a real budget mm-hmm. because it cost money to press up CDs and stuff like that um, or albums and their distribution was Walmart and Best yes. Buy and whatever yes. other stores. Out like the trunk. Now, $30, you can put as much music as you want out for the whole year. So I think yeah. that definitely did water it down some. Yeah, I think so. And it, it it's a shame, but I mean, we're going to work through it. No, absolutely. So what are some of the things that you're personally doing as an artist to change that narrative of some of the, you know, negativity and stuff that's going on out there? So I because of social media, you get like, I just had like a DM the other day, like, yo, when you dropping again. But I, I try to keep my medical out of the, you know, I don't like to. Understood. Mix or whatever. Yeah. Um. But I have a whole game plan. So when I do drop, I want the, I want the visual to be there. Yes. You know. But I think videos too. I mean, you could tell me if you think I'm wrong. But I think videos are like, really not the wave anymore. Because now, because attention span is like so short. Yeah. I feel like reels. Yes. Reels. Yeah. Like a highlight reel. Exactly. You know? Absolutely. You Just, know. Just pitching you toward the song. You yeah. Know? That's Pitch why TikTok t- is so big. Yeah. Giving exactly. them a, a snippet of it. I was scared to like invest in TikTok, especially with the whole like Trump, like this is going to cancel. I'm like, if I go and invest in TikTok <laughs> and this shit shuts down in the US, I'm going to be <laughs> No, <pissed."> for real. <laughs> right, right. Because they were talking about that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, let me just leave. Like I have a TikTok, but I'm like, I, I rarely go on it. I'm like, oh, mm. Absolutely. But you're right. I think the attention span of a lot of people, especially in the younger generation, is very oh, it's small. Very short. Yeah. Um, that's why a lot of songs have gotten short. People mm-hmm. used to make five, six, six minute songs. Now they're making two minute songs. Exactly. You know, exactly. so I feel like if you are going to shoot a video, keep it at the length of it. Don't try to make it into a whole movie. The movie. Be- they're yeah. not going to watch it. No, not that's at why all. I try to keep my video interviews to a certain length, because if I do an hour interview, nobody's watching no. an hour, you know, no. like. I, that happened to me. I was, um, I think, oh my God, I was in an interview in New York. I think that the interview went on for, it was supposed to be, I think, 45 minutes. Yeah. And the content was great. And we went for an hour and a half, but I was yeah. like, nobody's watching this. Right. It's like, no matter how great the content is, yeah. even like uh, if I'm shuffling through the channels, if I see a movie's two hours, I skip past it. Yeah. Or I got to break it up into segments. I'm like, who, I can't sit there for two nah, hours. I can't. Short, short attention span when it comes Especially to that Especially if stuff. you got things to do during the day too. I'm not, you know, not even, I'm not, not knocking anybody, but if you've got things to do, I mean, you're not sitting there for two hours. Absolutely. I'm very like, I'm very, oh my gosh, if I'm not doing something. I'm like, oh, right. Me too. Absolutely. I can't sit still other than sleep for that period of time. Even sleep is a, (laughs) I'm so serious. I'm like four hours. I'll get through the day. Oh, I can't do that now. (laughs) I used to be able to, I have to get at least seven hours of sleep. Like I had, okay. So, so I was a supervisor at Amazon. I worked for the department of education. There's two full-time jobs. So one is 10 hour shift. The other is a seven hour shift. Wow. And I would sleep two hours and then still do music. Oh my so I'm like, gosh! You can do it. It's it, do. Do you want to do it? No, but also too, the older you get, trust me. No, I get it. I know, I get it. This you, wasn't toward you. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> 
I that was a shot at some people that are like uh, I don't wanna. I but I get it done. I yeah. get, I get I get on an average about seven hours of sleep a night because if yeah. I don't, I'm not sharp. No, I get it. When I was younger, I could do that two three hours yeah. and be Gucci. Yeah. I'm in my I'm 49 now. You know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. at this point in my life, if I don't get that sleep. I'm no good. Yeah, I, I, I will be like a slug all day. You know I what I'm promise saying? You, yeah, you at fifty percent is probably better than a lot of people out here. Trust me. <laughs> Absolutely. So, are you going to continue to put singles out? No album in the oh, works. Oh, I'm actually working on two tapes at the same time now. Okay. Yeah, and I have singles just. So let me ask you this: You're putting out them out as mixtapes rather than albums. So uh, one is te- technically an album. Okay. Because of the length and the the amount of tracks, and the other one is just uh, an EP. EP understood. Yeah. Absolutely. If you want to go by the length. Who? Which one's coming first? Uh the the album. Is the album first. Yeah. How many tracks are going to be on it? Eleven. Now we cut it down from thirteen. Yeah, that's a good amount of time. Yeah, that's a good amount I think of time. It's so. And it's very different content wise. Because like I feel like now with um with album people put it out and it even mainstream art it just sounds like a mixtape now. Yes. Where's the body of work? It just sounds like you just took a bunch of songs and you just here you go. I'm lying. Like <laughs> you are, you were spot on. You're absolutely right. The substance yeah. has went out the window. I yeah. say it's, it's low vibrational music. It's it is. It's like it is. It's what is it really here for? Yeah. So like has the, no purpose. It doesn't. So like the first album, the world, the first one that's going to come out is called uh, "Me, Her, and Them." Okay. So basically, it's it's like female orientated and going back on how I was with females and such and how, why I am the way I am today. Understood. And the whole tape is like that. I it love it. I'm going back and forth. Rapidly, rapidly. Not. It's got like a theme to it. Yes, exactly. The whole way through. I love that. One go, one track goes into the other I where it'll it. feel like you can listen to it through. Absolutely. Cause you're telling a story Exactly. and you have to start from the beginning mm-hmm. and go through to catch the whole vibe of it what is. you're talking about. Like nothing. And I, I don't like that nowadays. Let's say you have like the Drake effect where Drake is on an album. When an album comes out, you go straight to the Drake song. Yeah. You just skipped everything. Right. And you know, I, I would rather, uh, I don't know if people feel this way, but if I'm featured on something, don't put that I'm featured on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? They'll hear it when they get to that track. Okay. I like that. That's fine. Humility. I like that. Yeah. I think I forgot who did that. I think it was Travis Scott who did that. Shout out Travis Scott. He's, he's definitely one of the greatest. I love him. I I think he did that. Not on Utopia. I think it was the album before that where he didn't, he didn't name none of his features. Yeah. And I thought it was awesome because you're listening to it and you're like, oh my God, this is Kanye. Exactly. Oh my God, this is Drake. You know, right. The hype level goes up even more. A hundred percent. Because like you said, you're not going to skip to track six because it's got Kanye exactly. on it. You're going to be forced to listen to it all the way all through. All the way through. Absolutely. That yeah. is, that's, so the songs, the 11 songs that are going to be on the album, yeah. did you specifically put those together for the album or were there some that you put, uh, picked oh, out no. of your vote? They're all for the album. They're all for the album. Yeah, yeah. And the same thing for the EP? The the EP is basically the my part two to the first tape that I ever came out with called Bully Season. Okay. And that was, Bully Season was just put out as a, I can really rap. I like, you know what? It's funny, Bully Season, because my I told you my business partner is from Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and he developed a whole brand called Track Bullies. And we put out a mixtape for few years under the track bullies yeah we even had track bullies radio like that's oh, I, that's dope yeah that hey we bully season came from boxing though oh okay dope. I, I was uh, like i was known for my power you was being a bully out there on, so in the I, ring i couldn't i couldn't <laughs> spar with people like my my um my size or weight class so i always spar with people heavier okay and it was still like i'm pushing you around the ring so bully came about 
Because you're strong and fast and swift. And, you know? Yeah. That so, is really, really, not really Not as dope. fast as I was before. But, I mean, you know, you know that's what, ha- trust it needs me. to come, it'll come. <laughs> the older we get, trust <laughs> me. It's so funny because I remember when I was younger and my mom would talk about the aches and the pains and this. Mm-hmm. I never knew it. I'm like, oh, I oh, get it now. You get it. Trust me. Big time. Waking Big up, time. feet hurt, knees hurt, hips hurt. I they never thought hurt. I would have to, even when I'm getting out the car, like I'm in the passenger seat, I'm like, I have to rock to get out the car. What the hell? Wow. And I look, I, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I look young. You do. But when some, they're like, why the hell are you moving like that? You all right, bro? <laughs> you know? Well, you were getting, you know, pounced on, you know, for yeah. many years in the ring and stuff like yeah. that. And then, of course, you know, I know you're still young, but as we age, you know, it catches I, up to us. I think it's because I'm not as physically fit as I was before. Yeah. So I, I don't have the, the muscle mass I had before. I have nothing compensating for anything anymore. And that is so important. I've been talking about that a lot, um, how important it is the older we get to, even if we're not trying to be bodybuilders, just to, even if it's one day a week, lift weights or Mm -hmm. do some strength training because it's so important to keep that muscle mass there as we get older. Yeah, people don't get it. I think, I feel like, especially when you get, like, when you're older, older, that's why people, people pass so quickly. Yes. I remember I had I, I I knew somebody who retired. They I think they were working all the way until I think it was seventy two I believe retired and then they passed two weeks later. So it's like you just we have to take care of ourselves. You were living to work. Yeah. No. And that what that's not uh, quality of life. No. That's not quality of life. So what else do you have in the works right now? I know you're in album mode and Mm -hmm. you have an EP on the way. Um, Is there other things in the entertainment realm that you're, you know, Well, the show at SOB, December 3rd. Yeah, talk to us about it. Which I I can't wait for. Shout out to V. Henny. Um, Because I actually got declined by SOBs twice. I don't know why. Yeah. She don't know why either. Maybe she does know. She don't want to tell me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's all about timing. It's your time now. It's fine. Um, but yeah, I really want to show out. Uh, it was it was even to the point where I was like, let me get a, a longer set time, please. And yeah. she was like, you got to sell this many tickets. I was like, oh, no problem. Give me set time. <laughs> but like, we're going to make I this happen. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm hoping, I'm not hoping, but that'll be, that's going to be real big. I can't yes. wait for that. Um, let me see. That That's really my main focus right now. Like on the, like this morning I was going through, cause I have the performance track and I'm every day I'm yeah. running through it. I'm running through it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. So I'm, I'm not one of those, uh, I'm going to perform, and then you get up there, and you're like, oh, you didn't practice nothing. Uh, how long is your set? Uh, right now, it's nine minutes, but I'm trying to push it. <laughs> that, that's really, like... I've done a 25-minute set before. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. You got to be in physically good shape to oh, perform I, for I that. I learned. Yeah. <laughs> I learned. Because, listen, I be doing artist showcases, and sometimes some of these artists, they're so out of shape that by the time they get done with one song, they are yeah. sweating profusely, <sighs> huffing mm-hmm. and puffing. Yeah. I'm like, do you need an oxygen tank? Are yeah. you good over there? <laughs> so people don't get it because you got to keep that energy, too. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because you have to feed off of the crowd. A hundred percent. So important. But I get that. I, I, I tone everything to boxing. Just yes. like, you know, I, I was an entertainer. Yes. I know what it's like. You Absolutely. Know what I mean? Absolutely. I'm not the boring one. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're keeping the crowd entertained. You're engaging yeah. with the crowd. Like you said, feeding off that energy because like they can tell if you're oh, up yeah. there and, and your energy is low. Yeah. That's when they start tuning out. You yeah, know, and that's, so I was, we were doing the performance track. I was with my engineer and I'm like, 
on this part, I want you to do this with the beat and chop it up. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just little things of like the ear. Just keep everybody like, oh, in tune. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And that's important for you as an artist to be that in tuned with your music and your engineer oh, to rearrange the beat and mm-hmm. stuff like that. That's important because that's what takes a record from being a good record to a great record. Yeah. Big time. Absolutely. I, I, there's even stuff that I, I had put out earlier and because now I'm working with another engineer. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, damn, I wish you were around earlier. <laughs> you know, like I'm yeah. like, damn, should I scrap stuff and can I get it and we just re-put it out? I mean, you could. Yeah, but I'm like, I, I, I feel like I, I want everything to be out there so they see the progress too. Understood. You know? Yeah, I think that's important. I tell artists, don't delete your old work. No. You want people to hear and see the progress. Yeah, I hate when people like it. They, because there is no overnight success you know it sounds nice but there isn't no such thing never 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 and i mean i i I like uh, the bread is in the pudding i want i want people to see like oh he he was nice but look how he evolved yeah you know and you appreciate it more i think so when you work for it when you really put them Mm -hmm. blood sweat and tears and grind and work for you appreciate it more yeah i think the people will too yeah, I think so. Absolutely. Even with the fatigue of the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy out there. We got like a whole wars, multiple wars going on right now. I'm like, we just had the mass shooting. Since, in yes. Maine. In Maine. I'm like, yeah. Maine. I thought Maine was just about lobsters. Like, what, what is going uh, Maine on? Maine is pretty close to New York. Did they too. catch the guy? He was dead. I think he killed himself. Oh, he did. Okay. This morning, right? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, I didn't get a chance to catch up with the news or nothing. I just know day bef- as a day before yesterday, they hadn't caught that to my knowledge, hadn't caught them yet. That is insane. It is. We were close to home on one. I think um, I think a couple of years ago, with the, the guy who shot up the um, I think it was the gay club he shot up in Florida. He went to Disney Springs first, they said. And he's gonna, and we were out there. It's crazy. So it's like you never know how close you are to things ever. A bullet don't have no name on it. That's mm-hmm. why we have to. And it's sad that we have to walk around with our head on a swivel, but we do. Mm-hmm. That's the way society is. Yeah, it's definitely. Um, for people, you know, who are just getting to know you and hearing you for the first time today here on the Hype eighty seven point three, what yeah. would be a message you want to give them about yourself? Oh, about myself. Yes. I think I'll give one in general. Don't let anybody tell you you can't do something. Yes. Ever. Ever. Ever in life. No. I mean, keep working to what you want. I mean, you only have but so much time to go chase a dream. Don't, 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 don't sleep on your dreams. Trust me. Ever. No. You never want to live. I, I, I go through life where I never want to live with the, um, the what if factor. Never. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. Yeah. We no, ain't doing all that. No. I, I want to wake up one day. At the end of my life, I want to wake up when I'm in the rocking chair and go, I, I, I did what I did and I'm happy with it. Absolutely. You know? I got to earn the rocking chair. I heard that before. <laughs> I want to tattoo that. Yeah. You have to earn the rocking chair. You know, we don't want to be that person who retired, like you said, and two weeks later they died. No. They didn't no. get to uh, enjoy the quality of life, what they worked so hard yeah. for. I think like people tell me I'm nuts. Like, oh, you're always driving here and there and da, da, da. But I, I love I love seeing different states. I love, I love the, enjoying life. Me too. In general. Me I can too. cut back on sleep for a little if I can, you know. Absolutely. 100%. Every time I go home, I never jump on a plane. I drive. I yeah. enjoy, I stop in I South Georgia. I will drive sometimes because I, 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 we killed ourselves <laughs> one time. I went to, um, I went, I'm always in Disney. We have a timeshare with Disney. So oh, I'm no. always down there. <laughs> you we probably had, see my son there. He there a lot. We probably too. <laughs> did. We had drove down there for technically, it was Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. Drove down there, was at Halloween Horror Nights that night. The next day, woke up, you know, pulled it up. Went to Halloween Horror Nights and then drove back that morning. When I tell you I was like near death, (laughs) 
I was like, you can't do this on a short trip. This is, are we going to fly next time? No, for real. Yeah. You can't, you can't. Cause they, no. that, no, that, Believe it or not, being on that road driving because you're constantly using yeah, your mental, yeah. it wears you And I'm the type to out. drive overnight. I love driving overnight. Me too. I'm the same yeah, way. Yeah, I'm a night owl. Me? I can do like the 10 hours. Because yeah. I like being on the road when there's nobody else on the road. Yeah, that too. That's that what kind of gives you anxiety is being in that traffic the way people people are yeah. morons. Either going too slow, too fast, something. And it extends the time too. I think we got down here like a record like 15 hours in Florida one time. That's and then the another thing. time going back, it was almost 24 hours. I was like, oh no. That no. is insane. Insane. Yeah, it was disgusting. That's that was disgusting. the first time I drove during the day. <laughs> it was the first time I drove back during the day, and I was like, never again. Never, never again. I think I hit, like, every state's traffic on the way back. Absolutely. Anytime I drive back from Florida, I'm up and on the road by, like, 5 a.m. Like, yeah. at latest, you know, or, you know, or sometimes even earlier. Because yeah. I want to get through the city before the traffic starts mm-hmm. building up and stuff like yeah. that. So we're going to get into this record and check it out. What was the record you sent us today? Oh, this is called Toll Job. This came off of a, a little EP, what I did with an artist called uh, Frank Nitty okay. out in New York. He had to change his. So this is a quick little recap. Uh, shout out to you, Frank. So Frank Nitty is actually his birth name. Okay. Uh, like the mobster. Yeah. Frank Nitty. Oh, yeah. Love it. And he got hit up by an artist who's not even, I'm not going to, whatever. But, of course. But the artist is like, you got to take down, they sent them legal documents. You have to take down that name. It's that's our name he was like this is my birth name buddy yeah so now he can't even use frank nitty you can't use your birth name no but you know what though you know why I told him to keep go ahead in this industry when it comes to business yeah. even though that's your government name if you're using it as your like brand wise yes you have to trademark it you have yeah. to own it so i was like damn bro it's 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 a dirty game out here yeah. but you have to own your own name if that's so what you're going has by like two different it's Nitty Ice and it's Frank Nitty. I'm like, oh, you're always Frank Nitty to me. But um, this is a record we had done together. And it, it never got promoted like it was supposed to because my heart situation happened. Yeah. But he was out there performing it and That's sending dope. me vids. Holding you he was down. Like, Everybody is going crazy. This is dope. So this is Told Y'all. So we're going to get into it now. Before we do that, who do you want to shout out to? Oh, shout out V Henny. V, you don't have to tell me about... Why I didn't get accepted for SOBs for the two times, but <laughs> shout out December 3rd is going to be, it was going to be lit, lit, lit. Absolutely. Where can people follow you at on your socials? Oh, uh, I, I would like everybody to go to my Instagram. So it'd be J O underscore Blanco music. Um, and from there you can trickle down to everything, but go there and you will see what I'm about. Absolutely. Thank you for being here today. Thank you so much. I appreciate, I appreciate you. you taking I the time. I shall be back. No, absolutely. And it's like, okay, 41 minutes. It didn't even seem like it. When oh, you, really? When you're having a good conversation with somebody. You see what I'm saying? It'd be like, boom. <laughs> it's so organic. And and I listen, I commend you for everything. You've really standed the you. test of time with so much from at a young age you know, experiencing something oh, so traumatic. When I come for your podcast, we get into more stuff. Oh, absolutely. We're going to have to book a two-hour time. So I'm going to bring you some popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. But thank you again for being here. Thank you. Here. I appreciate you. Of course. We're about to get into this record, though. Go ahead and introduce it. Uh, this is Told Y'all. All the way from Brooklyn, New York, J.O. Blanco, Frank Nitty. Told Y'all. Enjoy, y'all. Let's go. You're locked Hello. in with Atlanta's hottest hip-hop station. The Hype 87.3. Part of this plan is... 
no one can stop me. Told y'all I was coming, yep, no track suits and they running. Told y'all I was coming, they said me too, but they fronted. Told y'all, been told y'all, been told y'all, been told. Told y'all, been told y'all, been told y'all, been told. Look, sign a titty, I'm a litty fuck. Load it up and let nitty buck. I was told to stay in my lane, there's an accident and now your kitty suck. There's Molly and Mary, who's popping, it varies. I do, missionary, but Blanco. Don't kiss. I'm leaning way back and I hit it like this. Look at the way I've been flicking my wrist. Name a dime who's fucked the lane without doctor bills for pocket change. Mommy here, call me Doctor Strange. I'm a Marvel with all her little games. You wanna fuck? Cause I fucked a friend. And all she says is my fucking name. I mean, told ya, I've been told ya, I've been told ya, I've been told. Told ya, I've been told ya, I've been told ya, I've been told. Told ya, I was coming, only one with me, rest of them stunning. Told ya, I was coming, they said me too, but they funny. Busting licks during stop and frisk. Got a dozen reasons, that's 12 V's, that's finna spin. Depending the season, Estilo Cado, my taste different. They make the cut, had the face lift them. Bars different, get the shape shifting, so the bigger picture got the weight lifting. Picture this, believers in letting them down, adjusting my crown. The realest, the haters been waiting to fumble, I'm running the town. Where are they now? Ain't here for the comments. Nonsense, we shutting it down. Came for the bag, so leave a message right after the sand. Told job and told job and told job and told Told job and told job and told job and told Told job I was coming, yup, no track suits and they running. Told job I was coming, they sent me too, but they running. 